If you value your time, your worth, and want to be as efficient and productive as possible, then you need to create a system for not only prioritizing your nutrition and fitness, but your sleep, stress, and recovery. Today's guest, Nate Palmer, has done just that. Hang with us as we discuss how to create a high ROI routine around your daily meals and routines to optimize your energy and productivity through easy and efficient planning and structure so that you too can build a million dollar body. Welcome to the Smart Nutrition Made Simple Show, where each week you'll hear the real world experiences, life lessons, and guided principles that every highly driven man needs to master, their health, productivity, and relationships by sharing conversations with the world's most successful people in fitness, nutrition, supplementation, and mindset. Meet your host, Benjamin Brown. He is a fitness and nutrition expert, consultant to Fortune 500 companies and world championship sports teams, a husband and father of three, and has been helping men transform their physiques, optimize their energy, and own their fatherly mission since 2005. Thank you for joining us today, and without further ado, let's jump right in. Welcome back to the show. We last had you on a couple years ago um, to talk about a myriad of topics. I think we talked, I think this is like right when you were first starting to get into kind of your glycogen priming method and um, kind of your morning routine and really coming up with the concept of the million dollar body method. And so now here we are two years later, dude, you've got a book. That's fantastic. Congratulations, The Million Dollar Body Method. Tell us about the book. Tell us about the impetus to create the book, and then we'll dive in and give give people some uh, tangible nuggets to to work with. Awesome. Yeah. So like you said, I've been been kind of working on this concept for a long time. In fact, in 2014, I had written an article for Breaking Muscle called How to Eat for All Day Energy. And it was a, like, it it was crazy successful um, on, like, in terms of the feedback I got from it, like the amount of, like, clicks that the, the article got. Because it was really all like it wasn't about hey here's how to lose fat or here's how to gain muscle it's like here's how to stay focused have a ton of energy all day long mm-hmm. and what I kept finding with people is that they would do this framework and they'd be like man I feel great all day and oh by the way my pants are fitting way looser I have a ton mm-hmm. of energy and I dropped six pounds this week like I didn't even notice yep. it wasn't a diet for weight loss sake it was a diet for like energy and focus's sake that seemed to have this amazing effect on physique fat loss, general feelings of, of like health, like blood markers, all these things. And so I've been kind of playing with that for a while. And then I started working a lot more with entrepreneurs and business owners in about 2017, 2018. These guys have tried everything. They tried keto. They'd be like, oh, should I do carnivore diet? Should I do like, right. like seven day water fast? And I was like, like, hey, I, like I, I think I have something for you. I think I have like, the, like a great solution for what you, what you need. Because it's not just it's not just about like how do you drop four pounds this week. It's about how do you have the sustained energy for like hardcore business meetings in the morning, making sales in the afternoon, and then having enough energy for your family in the PM. And so mm-hmm. I had people just testing out this method, which to me was like this kind of pretty simple simple way of doing things. It didn't take a lot of like crazy supplements and like anything insane. It was pretty low key, not a lot of meal prep either, and the results were were incredible. Like. People like first and foremost, people were like, I feel amazing. My focus has never been better. Like I'm crushing stuff at four o'clock when normally at four o'clock, I'm like, I'm done. I'm out out of the office. I have no, I have no more good energy to give you. Right. And then also the physique aspect kept, kept coming back up. 
I lost eight pounds. I lost 10 pounds. I'm, I'm down 16 pounds in the last two months and it just keeps going. And so with like, yeah. with, when I kept seeing that over and over again, I was like, there's, there's something for sure here. And I don't want this to like, I, I want to share this with more people. Cause like I can help, I can work with like 50 clients, but there's a lot more than 50 business owners. And I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm, but I'm just guessing. I feel like <laughs> I think that might be true. I mean, after COVID, who knows? And we might be, at, we might be less than 50, but 40, 45. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to, I just want to get, this, uh, get this information out into into like more people's hands because I can't help everybody, but maybe a book can. And so I really just I spill it all. I don't like I'm not like holding it back and being like, by the way, if you want to know actually how to do it, you need to buy my buy my program. It's like, no, here it is. Here's all the information. No, I like it because and it's a great book and it's got a lot of really salient information. And I especially like the story and your approach to it because it's like you're not approaching this as a fat loss tool. Like, yes, by virtue of you improving your habits, breakfast, lunch, dinner, um, and routine throughout the day, you end up losing weight, but it's not like this overly restrictive dieting mentality. Um, and, and so I think that's probably very motivating because then the focus becomes, okay, how do I improve my energy? How do I improve my product productivity? How do I set myself up for success both right in um, in business and in life with my family and kind of be the husband, father, um, provider that I want to be while also looking damn good with my shirt off. I mean, who doesn't want that? So that's awesome, dude. So let's dive in a little bit. Tell us about sort of your method. Tell us about your, you know, your glycogen priming method and, and how you, we can just kind of take it one step at a time. If you want, we can start wherever you want but might as well start first thing in the morning and start dive in. Yeah. So um, there's a couple things, a couple things that I like, I've been playing with a lot. And so I'm a big fan of morning routines. I love, I've done the Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning, like the savers. I've done my yeah. own morning routine that I came up with through Passport Fitness, what I was doing when I was traveling on the road. I've done a bunch of different ones involving like things from like, drinking a, like apple cider vinegar jalapeno juice and then laying on this spiky right. mat and meditating all the way up to like, yeah you know, rolling out of bed, putting on sweats and being like, I'm tired, you know, like, so I've done, I've done a lot of different, a lot of different uh, styles of this. And so what I came with the book is like, there's two things that I think that are going to like facilitate some success in the morning. Number one, you got to rehydrate. I think like that's number one, mm -hmm. it's, it's going to do so much for your body. There's no downside to it. And plus it's one, like it's one deposit in your health, in your health mindset. It's one deposit in like yeah. that long-term health identity that you have. And then yeah. number two is, is um, some, just a quick 60 seconds of explosive exercise. So whether that's like shadow boxing, which I'm always doing mm -hmm. anyways because, because I'm stuck at home. Because you're, or like, cause you're <laughs> a ninja. That's right. Because I'm a ninja. I'm always doing that with my daughter. And she's like, don't flex with, don't flex at me. I'm like you're two, don't tell me what to do. Yeah. So whether it's shadow boxing or jump squats or something where you're just moving your body really quickly, I think you get a lot of the benefits from like the meditation and the gratefulness and the, and like the, like the, the taking supplements and stuff like that from those two things, which take less than like 30 seconds. No, sorry. Yeah. Less so than like wake, 90 up, seconds. wake up, rehydrate. How much water should we be drinking? I say 32 ounces, 24 to 32 okay. is probably ideal, but let's be excessive, you know? Yeah, might as well. And for a lot of people, you know, I mean, a lot of people barely consume 32 ounces in a whole day. And so that can really set the stage for success, especially if like, you know, you're drinking a quarter or a third of your daily intake right then and there, then you're good for the day. You're setting the stage for digestion, um, for absorption of nutrients, for energy, for blood flow, for brain function. And then you said, then you're switching the nervous system. So talk to us just a little bit about the benefits of, of kind of that, uh, intense physical activity first thing in the morning 
you said shadow boxing. What else can people do? Jump squats, med ball slams, kettlebell swings, mm -hmm. jumping jacks, jump rope is a favorite of mine. Just because I feel like yeah. that, like jump jumping rope itself is awesome, but also like the explosive movement of jump, like jumping up and down of like will kind of clear, like, yeah. <clears throat> give you some lymphatic drainage and all sorts of other benefits. But basically, what we're trying to do is take you from being asleep into switching into a sympathetic nervous system uh, dominant mode. Mm -hmm. Basically, so like we know sympathetic nervous system is like fight or flight, but you know there's a spectrum, right? It's like it's not like it's not like fight or flight all the time. It's like here's a here's where it's happening if you if you see a cheetah, but like here's what's happening when you're like waking up and doing some stuff. Now you're feeling better, your energy's up, you're more focused, your body's just more alert. So yeah. like in 90 seconds, you're already up on the day and you're already feeling good. So yeah. I think that's, yeah. and all of that, like, you know, like, I mean, Ben, you're a dad. Like you see these guys who are like wearing their like blue block of glasses and they're like, all right, you need to get up and then we're gonna do some tantric yoga. And then we're gonna do a Tibetan <laughs> gong sound bowl. Meditation. And you're like, and damn, you it's make, like, a, You need to make a drink that has like 13 different herbal tincture concoctions in it. And it's like, dude, I got kids, you know, running around, get them ready for school. Like roll out of bed, respond to messages. I like the fact that you're kind of strategically waking up, starting your day. Um, and that, what does that take? 30 seconds. You know, well, literally it takes like a minute and 30 seconds, right? To do yeah. your water, your exercise, and then kind of what are you suggesting for your next steps as part of your morning routine? Or do we go all right into exercise or breakfast or, or what? Yeah, so like if, if, if like I, I just want you to do this within 30 minutes of waking up. So if you're gonna roll out of, out of bed and go to the gym, then we can include that as part of your, your workout. If not, yeah. like if you have some meditation practice, you have a journaling practice, keep great, keep it in there. I just wanted to give everyone the minimum effective dose. So they're, they're always, there's never any excuse for them to feel their best on a daily basis. This is just kind of like the panacea, mm -hmm. the secret, the magic pill. Everyone wants a magic pill. So here's, here's my version. Yeah, I know so that's like, great. How, how do I still feel good? Even when my baby's like, here's like a peanut butter sandwich on your shirt. And I'm like, this is really interrupting my Zen state, Rena. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, my headspace, I got to keep pausing my headspace app so that I can tend to these children all the time no i like it because it's just up and going and moving and it's great and if you still like to do other stuff that's great but um i can really I, I don't actually do that in any capacity and i probably should and that would probably would would get me supercharged uh for my next action steps so kind of what do you recommend then go into the gym um what you talk about in your book is i believe you call it like your heart high roi routine or high roi breakfast what do you suggest we do for our first meal of the day to keep us productive and energized and focused uh, moving forward? Right, this is a good question. So I basically divide this up into seven what I call daily investments, right? Keeping with like the financial theme, right? But it's also, I, I do believe that that like every little thing you do, whether it's drinking water or taking supplements or drinking the right shake or doing or having some training or doing some cardio, these are all investments we're making. It's like we're just depositing yeah. a little bit of money in our in our IRA over and over and over and over and over again. And you look out for 10 years and you're like, holy shit, I am rich. But it's not yeah. like it's not like you had to do, just dump a million in there. It was it was a dollar a day on the regular for compounded for interest, right? Exactly. So mm -hmm. um, the high ROI morning routine is exactly what we talked about. Um, Wake up, get that water, get that that get that explosive exercise. Move on. The next one, like the next three, um, hopefully everyone else already doing these. It's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So like probably you don't need to switch up too much to get this in. But right. breakfast is a big one, and it's not like oh, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. You must eat it correct. Like you must eat these things and get enough servings of grains and stuff like that. But I think most people screw up their breakfast, and so that's why totally. it's so important is because they're doing it wrong to begin with. So here's how we upgrade it. Here's how we. 
Here's that knob we turn to just start making you feel better, have more energy, less sugar cravings, mm -hmm. and just get through the day. Because I don't, I think that most of the time, like take it or leave it. If you like intermittent fasting, great. You don't have to do breakfast like this, but definitely don't do breakfast in the wrong way. And this is where we kind of get into like the science of glycogen priming. So for me, an ideal breakfast is always going to be a high protein, high fat breakfast. Something that's going to give you a lot of satiety, keep you full for a while refuel and rebuild your muscles, help your body recover. Um, a lot of people think that muscles or protein is all about muscles, but it's also about important processes in your bodies and creating the enzymes to help your brain function at a high level and, and repair and rebuild muscle tissue, um, ligaments, tendons, just like help you be really healthy. And proteins are a huge part of that. So even that in the morning, yep. because most of us are like pop tarts, snatch those up. Or if we're like being good, We'll grab a banana on the way out the door, right? It's like nature's nature's power bar. We're like, I'm having a totally. banana, I'm healthy. Right. But what people don't realize, and not to get super bogged down in the science of it, but like when you have that banana in the morning, you're going to spike your blood sugar. And if you're already insulin resistant, you have a spare tire on the waist. If your waist yep. tight ratio is above 0.46, if, you've, if you're dealing with any sort of like sugar cravings at all, if you have a bit of a gut, anything like that, then you're setting yourself up for failure. You're spiking your blood sugar. You're telling your body, hey, let's be hungry all day. You're getting these weird energy shifts. It's just, it's all bad. And so right. like I can take someone and have them just change their breakfast and they start and all of a sudden they're like, wow, I feel way better. I'm not hungry. I'm not having all cravings. I felt good in the afternoon. And it's just because they stopped eating Pop-Tarts for breakfast and started eating something that was actually going to fuel them. So high protein has like that what? breakfast. Give us examples. So, like what? So in the book, I make it super simple. I say, here's what it is. It's a protein shake and it's done like this. Yeah. Protein shake, almond milk, peanut butter, nut butter, something like almond butter, um, and out the door. Just take it, blend it up with you, and just take it take it out. Now, I also, like, this is kind of level one, right? So I wanted to make it very, very, very simple. Here's exactly what you need to do, and I guarantee you'll get results by doing this. <clears throat> Should you eat a protein shake every single day for breakfast for the rest of your life? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe that's not what you want to do. But there are other, like, great ways to, to hit those same things that we talk about kind of towards the end of the book. How do you make this your own now? And so for me, awesome. eggs, eggs is so easy, right? Eggs and yeah. avocado, having some sort of like high, like you get the high protein from the egg white, the high, the high like nutrient dense yep. egg yolk with the fat, a little avocado on there. And you know what's great about that? Cheese is a fat. So that goes on stuff too. Yeah, you can do steak, chicken sausage, leftover meats. Any of those combinations are great. And yeah, I, I like the concept of, you know, we tend to really just think about things in terms of calorie restriction and weight loss. So again, going back to, okay, that's all good and well, but if we can really focus on helping you, helping you drive energy, helping you drive focus and productivity through your nutritional choices, it's going to fuel you more effectively one, but also it's going to basically help you manage your cravings, hunger, um, satiety throughout the rest of the day. So invariably you end up making better decisions. And if I'm hearing you correctly, it's basically like there's a whole lot of le less, you know, white knuckling the process, less blood sugar fluctuations, less need for that, you know, mid morning caffeine or sugar fix or mid afternoon caffeine, sugar fix, right? All of those types of things. So that 100%. seems really logical to me. And obviously you're having a lot of success with that, which is great. The, the really big thing that I keep like coming back to that makes me think that like, okay, we, we're onto something. This is, this is making a big difference is that I'm asking, like I'm talking to my clients and they always say, it's not a diet. It's just how I eat now. Right. And yeah. also uh, someone said that there's also an effect that they get called holy shit fat loss. Like they're, they're eating, they're doing their thing normally, but then they look at the scale, they look at their stomach, they look at their like the before and after pictures and they're like, holy shit, I, I, I dropped pounds yeah. and I didn't, I didn't feel like I was doing it. So that yeah. to me is unintentional. 
fat loss. Yeah, that's what great. my client said. Like, so, I felt like I uh, like like I never knew what it was like. What it was like that I was always dragging, and now that I know what it feels like on the other side, like I'll never go back. How could I go back to feeling bad? Yeah, that's great. You have a you have a great quote in the book. I hope you don't mind me sharing it, but you said the person who can push through the monotony of waking up at the same time daily, doing the same exercises and having the same breakfast is a threat because they've swapped their need for fancy and exciting in favor of effective and simplistic. I loved that. I love that because it really helps us kind of dial in the need to keep things simple, consistent, repeatable, regardless of what it is that you're doing, kind of if you find something that works, why wouldn't you just stick with it? And we kind of feel like I, oftentimes people feel like they have you know, the need to constantly be changing up the variables. Well, I had steak and eggs yesterday. I can't have steak and eggs again today. Why not? Dude, if it works for you, have the same thing every single day. Keep that repetition routine the same and then for you, because you're speaking so much to high functioning, productive mentality, high energy, like you got to manage that mental bandwidth. And so making those same decisions really makes a lot of sense. Just keep it simplistic, keep it the same, save that mental bandwidth for, for later in the day, those decisions that you need to make, right? 100%. There's a, there's a quote that I stole from Gustave Flaubert. He says, be boring and orderly in your life so that you may be violent and original in your work. I was like, I love that one. That is so yeah. dope. We, I feel like we've fallen into this trap of like, of like the grocery store cereal aisle trap. You're like, well, I had uh, like frosted flakes yesterday, but like, I'm gonna have some Fruit Loops today, and then some Captain Crunch tomorrow. Like, there's so many options that we're like, there's so many options. Therefore, we need to make so many choices. But if you can eliminate right. all those choices, all those like that, like you said, white knuckling and being like, I'm gonna like get through this, and you just literally have like meat and nuts for breakfast for the next year, your yeah. life will change and you won't even have realized that it did. Yeah, I also like awesome, bring up steak, steak and eggs because I feel like uh, yeah. Charles Poliquin is that, is a big, was big yeah. on the uh, meat and nut breakfast. That's perfect. My favorite is chicken thighs and almonds for breakfast. Don't knock mm -hmm. it till you try it. Yeah, I'm a big steak, eggs, avocado type guy, but I do tend to eat a fair amount of carbs for breakfast too. But you know, to each our you're own, right? Not, uh, you're also not level one, though. You know, you're level two. You have a totally. little bit, you carry more Valid. muscle mass. You're you have a little bit more goals in terms of like holding muscle mass and building muscle mass. So like you have to master like this first, I think, before you can start like being like, okay, now I'm having because I'm I'm having oatmeal like in my shakes for breakfast because if I don't have those carbs, then my my muscles up shrivel up and I I look like the little guy. Yeah, the lose the hashtag gains, man. So That's let's right. let's move into lunch. Talk to us about sort of the nuances of your recommended lunch routine and how we can plug that in. So lunch lunch is simple. And I feel like for most of us, it's like we way overcomplicated or we overeat or we mm -hmm. like we try to make an, an, an event. We're like, oh, I'm going to go to lunch. And like, oh, I'm at a restaurant. Never been to a restaurant before. Might as well get some cake while I'm here. Like. We have this like idea Might around well. like I'm I'm out like the treat yourself mentality, right? But like if we are mm -hmm. if our goals are not treat yourself, but they're make more money, be better husbands, uh, fathers, leaders, then then who gives a shit about lunch? It doesn't matter what you eat for lunch. So in that in that vein, then it's like hey, let's get what we need out of lunch, and let's just move on to the next thing. Like you don't need a ninety yeah. minute lunch for martini lunch. Just just have some vegetables and a protein source and move on. So for some people that can be as simple as like 
protein shake and a green drink. Okay. Like super, super simple for, for most of us though, like in my favorite lunches, like I like carrots with some sort of, uh, some sort of protein. Again, uh, chicken thighs is kind of my go-to. They reheat really yeah. easily. Carrots yeah. have a lot of magical benefits um, that I kind of talk about in the book. One of which is they've got these um, sugar alcohols in them that actually have been shown recently in some new research to help burn specifically visceral fat. So great. The other thing is that um, right. there's there, this, this study on college students where they fed one group of college students like a lot of carrots and beta carotene, and then they fed another group not those things, and then they compared before and after pictures and asked females on campus which guys got better looking in these two pictures, and the guys who ate the beta carotene ate the carrots like because their skin no, tone changed a little bit. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. eat carrots become more attractive. <laughs> it's science. Eat carrots to the to the degree of orange that you're looking for in your skin tone. Perfect. <laughs> so like, it, and like, it really is just like one medium carrot per day will will get you there. So you don't need to be eating like bags and bags of baby carrots, but you can if you want to. But I'm assuming every uh, you know, like any vegetable, right? A, a, a protein source. And are you still, are you intentionally sticking with kind of a fattier protein source or that's just your personal preference or kind of what do you recommend? And then obviously a, a vegetable to go with that, right? I don't really, I don't really talk about fats in the, in, at, for lunch. If you're going to have avocado, if you're going to have eggs or egg yolks, if you're going to have like pork rather, rather than chicken, I think that's all good. And I just don't want to get bogged down in like, into some like the details. So yeah. I feel like pick your protein source. If it's fattier, great. If it's not, don't stress about it. But like, I don't want yeah. people to be like, I had, I had a like a big plate of like steak and eggs for lunch. And now I'm feeling really tired because that's a heavy lunch, right? Sure. So light light yeah. lunch is, is my go-to. I, I like though, this, again, simplicity because it's essentially like saying, hey, I can go out to eat and I can find meat and veggies. I can eat at home and I can create and plan and, and prepare for meat and veggies. So it's just takes, you know, a little bit of, of, of planning, right? If you're going to go out to eat, like obviously go somewhere where you can order some chicken and a salad or something like that. Or you can go to obviously just go to the grocery store and you can get some pre-prepared or your rotisserie chicken or some pre-prepared uh, meat, even if it's deli meat and then grab a handful of veggies and you're good to go. And it's, it, it just, it really ends up being very simplistic. It's fueling you for the rest of the day, right? So that you can continue to perform at a high level and ends up helping you really manage your calories effectively because you're not eating a whole bunch of like the typical lunch. It's like, I'm going out to eat and I'm eating the sandwich that's all bread and then a tiny little bit of protein and then a huge bag of chips and a soda, you know, to wash it all down. And it's freaking ridiculous amount of calories and carbohydrates. That's, you're going to then crash from later on, right? Yeah, it just crushes you. And people yeah. don't realize that like it's like an input versus output scenario. They're like, I had lunch. Why am I so tired right now? I had a whole soda. And you're like, well, yeah, but like you don't like the the difference between like how your body digests that in terms of the blood sugar and what happens to your ghrelin and leptin levels and what's going on with like all behind the scenes of your insulin. There's a lot of like inputs and outputs. And I'm trying to like, here's rather than having like 50 different knobs, here's one lever you pull to get the result you're looking for. Like you said, you can do yeah. it anywhere. You know what's great about like you know what's great about this style of eating? Fajitas falls into it. You can have fajitas. You know, Caesar salad. You can go to a restaurant and you know what? Even if they say like chicken and broccoli, you can be like, "Yo, can I get some chicken and broccoli?" And they'll bring it to you because you know what? They're a restaurant and they have it. Yeah, no, and people need to not be afraid to just ask for what they want. Hey, um, and, and you know, it's do you put oil on it? Is it breaded? How do you cook it? How big is that portion size? I'm so obnoxious about that. And when we go ask my wife, but you know, I'm like, um, do they weigh the protein? How much is it? Yeah, I've been to like Chop Shop before in town and I'm like, how much uh, protein do you guys put on your bowl? And she's like, four ounces. I'm like, 
there's no way you put four ounces on there. And I'm like, give me yeah. double protein. And it ends up being like three ounces total. Anyways, you can absolutely order whatever you want. Uh, it just step outside your comfort zone a little bit. So let's fast forward to, so, we, so we're kind of fueling the day. We've kept uh, the protein high, lots of vegetables, lots of nutrition. Uh, we've kept the carbohydrate relatively low. Now we're moving into dinner, uh, right, is our next uh, deposit, if you will. So what's wow. dinner looking like and how are we changing things up to switch the 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 nervous system function here going into dinner. I love that you uh, you mentioned um, like keeping the nutrients high because I think that's one of the things that when we talk about diets we don't really talk about it. We're like oh keto got to keep carbs low got to cut calories. No bitch let's get our nutrients way up there. Let's get some vitamins and minerals in our system here. Indeed. Um, so so for dinner like like a lot of people call it, like have said have said that this is they call it like cheater keto because we are kind of going like off like yeah. almost a keto mentality breakfast and lunch but then yeah. dinner like let's get some carbs okay so for yeah. dinner i'm recommending a carb a vegetable and a protein okay and again yeah let's get some fats in there but like don't don't throw a bunch of cheese on there don't like cover it in oil or butter if you're having some avocado if you're having a fattier cut of meat great like do your thing but don't don't go don't go ham on the don't go ham on the fat you know what i mean yeah yeah and then, yeah and then um What's great about this is now we're having a our biggest meal of the day. And a lot of you are like, well, you're not supposed to eat food after six o'clock because of stuff. And you're like, eh, that's not really how it works. Like you, you can, if you, especially if you've done your due diligence earlier in the day, and like you said, keep the calories a little bit lower just by the way you're choosing to eat. Now at dinner time, mm -hmm. it's like, let's break bread with our family. Like you, yeah. you guys having mac and cheese tonight? I'll have some mac and cheese too. Like that's my carb for tonight. Okay, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll make it work. And so that's what I love about this. This is a realistic diet that you can do with your family. You're not having to be like, well, I'm going to have my Tupperware with my riced cauliflower, which by the way, gross. And like, and then everyone Very else gross. is like eating pizza. And you're like, this is, this will never last. I'm having a really bad time right now. So you get to actually yeah. eat with your family. Um, so in the book, I recommend two different carb sources. Number one, white rice, number or number two, one, number one, rice, number two, potatoes, sweet potatoes, white potatoes, rice, potatoes, Pot like all you can yep. get. And I think there's, there's something, two things that are interesting about that. Number one is that I think people on diets tend to automatically go rice and potatoes. Those are out. Those are white carbs. Um, but I like mm. to recommend those because it's not necessarily about the color of the carb or what, like what your perception of it is. It's more about what is the effect we're looking for from that carbohydrate. And so in this case, yep. I want you to spike your blood sugar. I want you to spike your insulin. And I want your body to shift over from a sympathetic state, fight or fight or flight, like that get down yeah. and dirty, like, like being on yeah. to being more parasympathetic system state. That's our rest and digest. That's our calm down. That's signaling to our body that we're about to take it down a notch. We're going to chill out. We're going to get ready for bed. So you're going to get your dinner. You get to have your cake and eat it too. Because if you're having, if you want to have dessert on a program like this, it's, you can easily include, you're going to like, you want your fruits and all these things that you're like, Oh, I don't like restrict myself. Great. We're just working into dinner. It's no problem. It's perfect. And then also you're going to sleep really well because you've already shifted yourself to that parasympathetic nervous system dominance. And you're going to wake up feeling really refreshed. So whatever the opposite of a vicious cycle is, it's that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. And then it really gives, especially for the type of person that you're working with, right? We're talking about men and women that want to enjoy time with their family. They want to be present with their family. And what's better than being able to sit down at dinner to break bread together, literally, uh, in which case you've created kind of this calorie buffer, uh, as I like to call it, whereby you have the freedom to consume more calories at this meal. And who doesn't want to consume carbohydrates because they're delicious and the we best, need them 
Right. They're, they're phenomenal. And so you've created room for that from a calorie standpoint, but also from a really a physiological load standpoint of we're going to use them to our advantage uh, to help us wind down from all of the, the sympathetic stressors of the day, help us wind down, help us enjoy a meal, uh, enjoy time with the family, being able to eat what we want to eat and not stressing about, again, like you said, having to eat out of a Tupperware and, and so on and so forth, which I think it's great. So creating a nice balanced plate of solid protein source, veggies, um, some healthy fats, and uh, a starchy carb in the form of rice or potato, which in my mind are both delicious, not inflammatory for most people versus, you know, more bread or pasta or um, whatever processed. Yeah, vegetables, vegetables masquerading as as carbohydrates through like, ulti- like yeah. being processed heavily. Right. Uh, to be fair, you can eat like a very large bowl of cauliflower rice with very little calorie impact. Just saying, if you're ever if you're ever dieting down, it, it might become a friend. Not good, but oh. the jasmine rice is the way to go without question. Oh my gosh! Please pre- tell me more about that because jasmine rice is the best. You can make so many different types yeah, of well, meals with it. Yeah, we do that. I mean, it's kind of my carbohydrate staple. Just like, all right, well, I've got a huge pot of in- instant pot of rice that I cook you know every few days in which case okay rice and chicken rice and steak you know whatever and I, I love what you said that's your carbo like that's your carbohydrate staple and you're also someone who has visible abs all year round so i'm just gonna say it's not correlation but we should at least like put that like one one bonus point in there rice column for- indeed the reality is carbs are not evil it's just about right. right. Ultimately, it's like how we're managing our calories. But again, as is going back to like maybe if we put more focus instead on restriction, you can't eat these foods. You can only eat these foods. Maybe if we put more focus into okay, well, how do I fuel myself to feel the best throughout the day? And and invariably, that's going to take some trial and error for most people. But you've created quite the platform for someone to to be able to navigate that is is I would agree with you 100% is most people especially if it's someone who's more insulin resistant and and and, and essentially what that means is like look if you're carrying more body fat specifically around your midsection you're probably uh, to some degree insulin resistant now what that means is you probably don't handle your carbohydrates as well as someone who's naturally leaner um that's not a bad thing it's just something that you need to train the body to adapt to as you get leaner and so this process that you've laid out right is is a great way for someone who's naturally well not naturally but who has become more insulin resistance by virtue of their lifestyle to start to adapt their eating and behavioral habits throughout the day uh, to optimize their carb intake and, and their calorie intake so that they can start to figure out, right, what works best for them and then start to make some tweaks along the way as they as they end up naturally managing their calories, right? They're starting to get leaner. They're becoming more insulin sensitive. Maybe they're strength training. Um, and then they can start to include more carbohydrates at opportune times and, and so on and so forth, right? Hundred percent, and like, and I've been working with clients on exactly what you're talking about there, helping people get out of that insulin insulin resistance into more insulin sensitivity, which I think is one of the things that which like is something that is really important that doesn't get talked about a lot because it's kind of confusing. Um, but what I found is that like in trying to take this confusing topic and like bring it to light, people would sometimes just be like, get the deer in the headlights and be like, you said ghrelin and leptin, I am out. You know, so yeah. so with with this, it's like I, I was like, okay, what is the like what is the simplest path 
to if I ha- if I could make you do one like like a set of tasks every single day for the next month, where can I guarantee you getting results? And that's what I put in the book. So that's why it's not like, mm-hmm. hey, for breakfast have this or this. It's like protein shake, have it, love it, be about it, and then once you figured it out, now we can dial it and we can tweak it, change it, and make it adapt to your lifestyle. That's great, dude. It's great. You said, I took another quote. Uh, you said, mastery of the mundane is the beginning of results. I could not agree with that more. It's so solid because it's like, hey, you want progress? Get used to doing the boring shit uh, because that's going to get you results. And when you can create those consistent and repeatable patterns, um, then you're really controlling for the variables, right? And it just I makes mean, it makes everything so much easier. I've had the pleasure of training with you uh, like once and and so like, I'm just curious, like in your, in the last five years, how many exercises have you cycled through in your like lower body training days? How many exercises would you say you've done over like yeah. the past five years? Yeah, I, exactly. It's like, we are doing the same like, squat, deadlift, hamstring curl, split squat, like the same exercises over and over. There may be nuances to the, to true. it. Right, we may change the tempo, the frequency per week, the weights used, um, the rep ranges, all of those types of things. But it's the same boring stuff over and over again, right? Because it's what works. It's what works. Yeah, and I think yeah, that like awesome. once you can, once you can get out of that that trap of like it's got to be new, it's got to be different. I got to try something different. Muscle confusion, and you can just be like, let me grind on this for the next three years then you start freeing up space mentally to do other things that are more important. And you start being like, Oh wow. Like my squats are going up. Therefore my legs looking better. My midsection is looking leaner. And, um, I, you know, feel like a badass. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome, man. Good stuff. Um, let's kind of wrap it up. So we talked about breakfast, lunch, dinner. So what, what's another aspect that you think is the, uh, the last most valuable, obviously there's other stuff that you talk about in the book, but what's like the the last kind of in your mind the most valuable thing that you can uh, that you'd like to discuss and share with uh, the listeners? Yeah, I think so. There's a couple other. There's like I said, like I said, seven daily investments, and then there's one weekly investment that I think is really critical. And a lot of us have heard about intermittent fasting, like the 16 hour fasting window with an eight yeah. hour feeding window. This is the this is the way that I find that is best for most people, which is a 24 hour fast once per yeah. week. And then I think, okay. so that's, that's how we outline it in the book. Um, if, as you start doing it, you can start doing it once every other week. But I think having a, having like a 24 hour period where you don't eat is critical to longevity, to in, like increasing insulin sensitivity, to like yep. just kind of resetting your relationship with sugar and food. Yeah. And like, and also, like you said earlier, you kind of have a buffer. You give yourself a nutritional insurance policy where you cut out 15% of your weekly calories. And now if you do have a beer on the weekends or you do go to Dairy Queen and get a blizzard for your wife who's pregnant, like it doesn't matter. Like you've already accounted yep. for those things. So it's just giving yourself more freedom by, by like putting in a couple just like stopgap things that, that are going to be beneficial for you long-term. So that's so my, when that's would you, mindset. yeah, I love it. I, and I think fasting can be really useful uh, when used correctly um, and then in this context, I think it, it makes a lot of sense. So talk to us about how you would utilize um, the fasting day strategically with uh, this type of entrepreneurial, highly driven um, type of population that needs to focus work and productivity. Like when is it going to best be utilized for the type of clients that you work with? 
Um, two things. Number one, weekday. Always weekday. You're gonna be busy. If you try fasting on a weekend, Definitely. you learn instantly yeah. how how much time you spend thinking about food. Good, yeah. good education, tough in practice. Um, so, and then what's totally. great is that like when you're fasting, like you're it's a little bit of a stressor on your body, which is great in these like in these 24 hour blocks. Can be hit or miss for people on those like daily fasts. But yes. Um, People don't realize like that's it is a stressor, but it will keep you in a. Well, that's why I like I like that you're talking about a, a. Sorry to interrupt. I like that you're talking about a 24 hour fast because it's like one hard block, that obviously someone would probably work up to, um, because you know it's pretty uncomfortable, but they they could work up to it. But sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but I think that like if 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 you do it on a day when you also are not doing like a heavy weight training session, doing a kind of cardio, doing more of a walk that day, also yeah. great, but. Make sure that on a fasting day, you stay busy. And the easiest way to incorporate this is like, let's say tonight you're doing a fast. Actually, in my in the Million Dollar Body Group, we're just finishing up what we call a three-day sugar detox. And today is the 24-hour fast for us. So what we did is we stopped eating last last night after dinner, had a little bit of a light, an early dinner. Um, so Tuesday night, yep. finished up around six. And then tonight, we're going to eat dinner around six. So right. it's 24 hours, but it's not necessarily like you have to go a full day with no food. So... You're gonna, you can have some water with right. lemon. You can have some black coffee. You can have some herbal teas, like just like no live calories. your life. No calories. Yeah. You know that's great, and I think uh, it's great topic and or great feedback in terms of like doing it on a weekday. In my experience, that's a no brainer. Like the last thing you want to do is be trying to fast on a weekend with the kids and Dairy Queen and sports and Art. absolutely forget it. Not a good idea. I like Mondays. Um, I'll usually inadvertently, because Mondays are like my busiest day, but I'll inadvertently fast till at least midday. Um, you know, it might be like 2 or 3 p.m. Um, and it's usually a great way to just get a lot of focus work done because you already know that you don't have to, like, it's just non-negotiable. Like, I don't have to think about food, so I don't have to waste time, like, preparing breakfast or, you know, and lunch. And I can just lock myself in the office and go. And and then it's a bit of a learning process just in terms of getting comfortable right with just being hungry but after that anyone and everyone should be uh, experimenting with it to some degree because i think it's a great learning tool 100 so you said two things i thought were really important number one it's you said it's non-negotiable it's binary it's yes food or no food it's not like what should i have is it toast is it sourdough bread okay should i have pasta what if it's wheat yeah. pasta it's no it's no food and, and that's like sometimes for especially like like type A hard charging people, it's like, okay, check. I'll just turn that part of my brain off and just move forward. And the, yep. the other thing that, that I thought you said was interesting was like um, not um, – you just get a lot more done because you're in that zone. I think um, I had a quote from Rhonda something here that said, if you want to get more done, eat less food. And that's so true because when you're not – your body's not constantly like – when you're not like searching for what to eat or figuring out like where you should go and what's the next thing you're eating, it takes a lot of mental energy or digesting yeah. that. You have more focus and more energy for the other important things in your day. So that's clutch. I love it. I love it, man. So much gold, so many clinical pearls. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time to come on and share this with me. I think kind of for me, the, the biggest nuggets that I took out of it that I think are really relevant to uh, our listeners are 
kind of one, first and foremost, is just keeping it simple and repeatable, especially with like breakfast and lunch and opting for high protein at each of those meals, regardless of the meal per day, keeping it high protein, keeping nutrient dense with uh, a lot of vegetables and keeping the carbohydrate relatively low. Um, but keeping those meals very repeatable again and simplistic, I think just makes so much sense. And if more people simply did that, they'd uh, have a lot more energy. They'd be a lot more productive. Uh, they'd have a lot more time at their disposal to be able to focus on the things and the people that they want to focus on. And that's what, that's what life's all about. And that's why we do what we do. Right. hundred um, percent. If you, if you want to Beautiful, man. Toss out something that you, if your listeners wanted to check it out, I actually put together the four week calendar that goes along with the book. So if you pick oh. the book up, it's going to be free um, um, for people who are on like, you know, in the, in my pre-launch list will be free uh, starting on January 28th through February 1st. So I'm going to do like, like a three day, like launch, try to get as many reviews and downloads as possible during that time. And then Perfect. I have a, a calendar that goes along with this called, if you go to the website is, and I'll give, send you this n8 training systems.com. Yeah slash mdbm million dollar body method mdbm calendar com slash mdbm calendar and that's little and i'll share that that i will share your information in the comments below here uh if you're watching on facebook otherwise all of the information for the free calendar um regarding the book launch is going to be certainly in the show notes for the podcast uh nate dude all Always a pleasure um, having you. Thanks for coming back on the show. Congratulations uh, to you with all your success. You're doing great things, my man. And it's an absolute honor to be able to share this with everyone. Thanks, brother. I really appreciate you having me on. This is a ton of fun. Always great to talk to you. Always great. All right, my friend, um, you take care of yourself and uh, I will catch up with you soon. If you want to find out more about how you can work directly with Ben, then just head on over to www.bslnutrition.com forward slash level up.